Time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. A lot for us to go over. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Uh, I don't know about you. I went to bed last night worrying about farmers and cows and sandbagging out in Abbotsford. Really gripping evening last night with the uh, news out of that place. It really was. That's exactly what I was thinking about, too. We've been talking about it this morning, and I just thought, boy, we we do need to have this conversation about how to get the message out to people who need to get out of a situation. Yes, we do. I mean, full credit to the mayor of Abbotsford. That was a very gripping uh, media conference uh, announcement last evening and, you know, uh, quite moving. He said, I understand um, not wanting to leave your animals behind, but some of you people may have to because if that pumping station goes down, the water's going to be there very, very quickly. So it was it was quite gripping and moving. And on the other side, Simi, um, I, I just think total disgust at our provincial government. Uh, NW is using the clip on your news right now which came out of the briefing yesterday with Emergency Services Minister Mike Farnworth. And he gets asked, Richard Zussman of Global, why hasn't the province already declared a state of emergency in this emergency? And his answer was incredible. He said, well, the cabinet is meeting tomorrow, meaning today, and we'll be discussing it then. Like, Does this government not get the meaning of the word emergency? It implies urgency. All the cabinet ministers are in Victoria. The legislature is sitting. Even if they couldn't make it to the cabinet room for an emergency meeting yesterday, they could link them all up on the government's state-of-the-art communication system, which it doesn't use, and declare a state of emergency yesterday because that does get things moving. And it also means that the provincial government is stepping in and dealing with it and not saying, oh, well, you know, it's up to the local municipalities to decide what the situation is and deal with it. The the local municipalities are overwhelmed. They don't have the resources of the provincial government. You know, Vaughn, this is such a good conversation to have. I feel like this is a good warning for any government out there, you know, local government, provincial government, you name it, because they like to talk about climate change. They like to talk about these big, lofty programs for climate change, but this is the reality. This is the kind of stuff they need to deal with. Yes, it is, Simi, and I don't know about you, but I've heard the excuses and I've had enough. (laughs) Oh, it's up to local government. No, local government just doesn't have the resources, right? And and so that's the first thing. The situation is unprecedented. Actually, it's commonplace for British Columbia to have a climate emergency this year. Uh, you know, we had the heat. We should zone. learn, yeah. They were unprepared for that. 600 people died. We had wildfires. For three of the last four seasons, we've had that, but an entire town burned to the ground. And now we have floods. And again, if you followed Mike Farnworth and the BC government last week, you weren't prepared. But Full credit to Mark Madriga and Christy Gordon. If you listen to them on Thursday and Friday, you knew this was coming. So what kind of a world is it with it where a provincial government's got the kind of money that this one spends all the time, and you're getting better warnings from the weather forecasters than you are from the government, which is paid 
to keep us on alert. And it doesn't help that we have things to compare it to, right? Like you look at what's happening in Washington State and you think, well, how come we can't get some of what they've got going on? Yeah, they were sandbagging. Uh, You know, it, it, it really is incredible that I was impressed and, you know, the news story, how quickly the Canadian forces evacuated people, right? They, they brought oh, the yeah. helicopters in. They, they landed. It, in, it was amazing they could even land. They got everybody out. And, you know, you had the irony that people who relied on the provincial government were still waiting to be rescued, right? So... There's a lot of coordination issues, there's communication issues, but I think the first thing is um, this provincial government are the masters of making excuses, starting with it's all the fault of the previ- previous government. That one is exhausted. Uh, it's unprecedented. No, actually it isn't. You've been telling us we are preparing for climate uh, change for years. That's one of your big issues. And emergency preparedness. Hey, Simi, did you know we have a parliamentary secretary for emergency preparedness? No, we don't. Do we? Yes, we do. I'm not going to ask the listener to guess the name. Who is this person? Jennifer Rice, uh, who's one of the MLAs. And to give you an idea of how not on the ball this government is, on the 27th of October, the New Democrats appointed Rice to deal with the situation in Lytton, where the town burned to the ground at the end of June. So that is how slow this government is to respond to a crisis and an emergency. How nice to know that the cabinet is meeting today to deal with the emergency. Um, It really is incredible. It is. The thing that gets me about that, Vaughn, is given all the criticism that was leveled at the government after the heat dome situation, you would think, and again, here we're talking politics here, but you would think that people in charge, you know, even the premier would say at that point, we can't let this happen again. Do not let us get criticized again for missing an emergency. And yet here we are five months later. Yeah, no, and you know uh, why? Um, I guess you know this government has uh, enjoyed its uh, ratings in the opinion polls so much and congratulated itself so many times about how well it's doing that they really haven't focused on the crisis. Um, I think you could say that. Uh, it's an NDP government with a very activist agenda, and they are determined to implement it, that, which means also that they're not very nimble at responding to crises that come along. But as I say, having had so many of them this year, it really is amazing that, again, with the flooding situation, uh, you know, later today we may get around to declaring a state of emergency. How, how reassuring that will be for the people in Abbotsford, Princeton, Merritt, and the local mayors who've actually been out there doing their job. Uh, yeah. I, I know we're waiting to hear from the mayor of Abbotsford this morning on how the sandbagging went overnight. I was thinking one of the images that I'll have from this is the mayor, was it Merritt, where the mayor was out? No, it was Princeton, I think. It, the Directing mayor of Princeton traffic. was out, yeah. Yeah. 
meanwhile, um, the provincial government is sort of thinking over, gee, you know, should we have a cabinet meeting to talk about this emergencies uh, that we're having out there? You know, maybe maybe we should ask our parliamentary secretary for emergency uh, services to actually go out and check out the emergency. Um, yeah, you nailed it there too. And again, it's lessons learned in this situation. Yeah. So what do we expect to have happen today? Do you think that emergency declaration is coming? Yeah, I think they've been probably shamed into it. Um, and, you know, it's true. And one thing is there'll be a review after this is over. And sure, there'll be a review and an independent review. And what do we need to do next and all that? That's fine. But we've had a number of those already over the last few years. So I would expect some of the recommendations are sitting right there waiting to be implemented. The legislature committee on next year's budget brought in its report on Monday, and that committee's dominated by New Democrats. And that committee told the provincial government, you've got to do more on emergency services and emergency preparedness. So their own members are telling them, you're not doing enough. They, they know there's a problem there. The question is, can, we, can they act quickly enough right. to reassure the public? And look, we've heard the excuses, folks. They aren't working. All right, Vaughn, thank you very much for that. Bye-bye.